Hey everybody, welcome to the D5 Mafia podcast here today with Mike and Dylan and we're going to talk about uh, a whole slew of things. It's been a couple weeks since we had the the trio in here. We had some interviews in between. How you guys doing? I'm doing great, man. It's been, a, it's been an interesting couple of weeks. It's been nice, honestly, to step back uh, from the hype and having to be on the screens all day and just kind of like reassess everything. But yeah, it's been good. I've uh, still been at the screen all day. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, uh, exciting news to, to come, actually. Uh, I'm going to have an exciting announcement next week, so uh, I'll, I'll wait on wait to hold off on that. But uh, it's been a good, nice, productive few weeks. Uh, you know, interviews, a little bit of shitcoin trading. A lot of shitcoin trading. Come on. You know, uh, <laughs> Dylan's been in his own shitcoin season without us. He's just been going for it himself. We're, we're gonna we're gonna go over some of them. We have Dylan and I are gonna try to convince Mike about a certain shitcoin that we're very excited about. It is not oh, financial yeah. advice. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get into it. Let's start with macro. Um. I don't know where we start with. There's a lot. There's so much. I don't even know where to start. Obviously, Russia, yeah. Ukraine. Yeah. Um, oh, that's another thing I've been paying a lot of attention to. Yeah. Um. So obviously, yeah. Uh, Russia, Ukraine stuff developing. So we basically cut Russia off. Like they're basically like North Korea almost. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, um, it, I don't know if I want to say that far, but it's pretty close, man. Like you know, all the all the major internet companies cut them off. Uh, I believe uh, all of the major American gas companies are out of there. We're getting out of there. Um, we aren't. We banned Russian oil as well as pretty much all the Western, the EU nations. Um, so you know, some serious shits going down. Which, by the way, if anybody out there wants to create a oil smuggling operation, we're going to get the oil out of Russia, relabel it, change the fucking name on it, bada bing, bada boom. You know, you know what? I saw, a good, I saw a good tweet that was like, uh, tomb fork of oil when. Tomb, tomb fork of oil. <laughs> yeah. Where's my own fork for oil, okay? Oil is the treasury backing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on. Literal oil reserves. Come on, guys. We need to get with the program here. People are – crypto slacking. It's so funny, yeah. too, that we have, like, all these derivatives and synthetic assets, and we have no commodities at all on crypto, so nobody was trading it. Well, there actually is a platform, but I will uh, – well, I'll mention it later um, because okay. it's, it's related to solidly. I, um, there's – there's Pax Gold. My, That's my the only one I know. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll mention it later. I'll, I'll mention it later. But uh, there actually is a Sense platform that is uh, phantom-based but multi-chain uh, mm. that is related to Solidly. We will talk about Solidly in just a bit. That'll be another topic. But I'll, I'll talk about it more then. Um, no spoilers. Uh, but because uh, that's actually a pretty hot topic that probably not a lot of people understand or know about. So, okay, Russia stuff. Uh we banned Russian oil. Oil's been mooning. I mean, Jesus Christ, gas is like I'm in the South. Shit's cheap, and it's like four twenty down here, four ten or so, four seventeen or something. Um, and Cali, Cali, I think he's pushing seven bucks. Bro, I saw a picture. Someone had one for like nine near the beach. I think mm-hmm. who sent that? B right? It was like nine or uh, ten a- bucks. A- Adrian probably, yeah. I think yeah, one or one of them, yeah. Um. Yeah, I got you can, the oil we, chart up here. So, for this is actually another another part of this discussion. So, we we did fall today. You can see it's been mooning ever since basically December, you know, November. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, 
today uh, we actually signed something with Venezuela, or we're basically in the last two to three days we've been making progress with Venezuela and now Iran, which you know for better or worse, uh, on now starting to you know use their oil and Venezuela being a, you know a pact that is being broken effectively, uh, you know in this in this crisis and in the wake of banning Russian oil. So that's actually why we saw the downturn in oil today. Um, because uh, we're, we're shaking hands with Venezuela, so presumably we'll gold. Fire. Similarly, too, had a huge run on. Well, huge for for gold. Let's let's be clear. No, uh, the, the, the actual percentage <laughs> run up was uh, was eight percent, baby. Where's the one percenter meme? Or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the literal. Oh, baby. So anyways, but yeah, obviously it immediately pulled back. We're back at 1974 right now, which is like not that big of a deal. We were back here in August. I thought, it, I thought it was more to be honest. I, I didn't, I haven't been keeping up with gold. Yeah. Yeah. With gold, I got, you got to really zoom out with the gold chart. If you want to see anything, let's go like two weeks here. Here oh, we go. Hella bullish. There we go. Look at that. It's just playing out on an ultra, ultra high time frame. You know, like we're just retesting the highs from September 2011. You know, no big deal. An 11-year uh, <laughs> cup and handle right here. So, anyways, uh, I won't interrupt you. Keep going, Dylan. Um, yeah, just with the Venezuela thing, um, you know, that's why we saw the price uh, go down today. Um, although it's been on a, you know, historic run up and, you know, uh, Gas prices are, are at an all-time high in America. And, uh, yeah, so the macro economy has been, like, very hostile, obviously. Like, everyone's super uncertain. Uh, obviously, you know, we don't really have a lot of clarity. Like, war is just, like, you know, uncertain variables. Um, and with that, uh, oil and energy stocks have been running. Like, uh, people have been – I watched some TradFi shows, and, like, everyone's been talking about, like, Warren Buffett bought Oxy. Uh, Mike, if you wouldn't mind pulling this up uh oxy is the ticker it's a stock uh lxy uh, it's um, whatever yeah petroleum occidental petroleum yep. yeah so buffett bought this you go look at this and yeah um obviously this is you know performing well in the last three i think it's up 45 percent in the last three months yeah when did he buy do you know exactly when i think december or something or, or not, maybe not december i think it was recently more recently. anyways if you bought anywhere around here he's up uh Nice little, oh, a nice little, you know, 115%. Nice. How much did he buy? Do you know? Five bill. Oof. Oh, so he's probably, he's probably, and it's, a, and it's like a $50 billion company, too. So, you know, yeah, I saw he bought like a bunch of Chevron, too, I believe, uh, another uh, gas company. So, very, very interesting. You know, old Buffett. Don't fade old Buffett, man. This, uh, dude, I actually saw like, yeah, Berkshire's outperforming SP so far. Uh, but we're not, a, we're not a TradFi show. We're not here to talk about TradFi. But it is relevant to the crypto markets, and it's important to understand, especially oil. You know, basically commodities just running. Uh, Mike, bring up the wheat chart too. It's got to I'm not. I'm not running the screen. Remember? I'm running the screen today. Remember? Oh, they, they, oh what's the sorry. wheat ticker? I don't actually know. Is it? Wheat. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, wheat futures. Here we go. This is work. We're going oh, black on full, the black hole. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Look this at is that. it. That's a shit coin. Yeah. This is a daily, let's see. So from, let's see, February 23rd. This is basically roughly the start of the war, right? It got up as much as 70%. Uh, right now, we're about 40% high. That's insane, though. Like like 40% in a week for a shitcoin is one thing. 40% for a food, a necessary food to feed the world is a whole different thing. Like Dude, that's I, insane. 
this is kind of maybe a little off topic, but I've been hearing about like, like I heard like, um, uh, I, I watch a, a, if you guys are familiar with uh, Crystal and Sagar, they do a show breaking points. Like uh, it's really good independent news program. Um, but they, uh, they talk, he, one of Sagar's talking about how like he, he knows somebody from Sri Lanka and they were saying how like, they're literally just like out of food right now, basically. Like they're just like, you know, they just weren't ready for this. And, uh, they just don't have wheat or gas, and it's just like, yeah. You know, a lot of nations right now are like on the verge of some like you know pretty serious shit. Like I don't want to you know speculate too hard, but yeah. like. Oh yeah, yeah. I was. I mean, I was reading. Uh, if people are looking for macro, a good podcast I like. It's a ten-minute little short daily podcast by the Financial Times. I think it's like daily news briefing or something. It's good, just general macro stuff. But uh, they mentioned this Sri Lanka thing because their biggest trade partner was Russia. And uh, now they're like, oh, we're just screwed. And then Egypt as well. Um, Egypt, as many people know, is a desert. And uh, they don't really grow a whole lot of food. So they have to import a ton of food. And the biggest thing they import is wheat. And so with wheat prices going up so much, apparently the uh, government of Egypt subsidizes uh, the wheat for the population. And so with the wheat prices skyrocketing, there's actually a good risk of Egypt defaulting on its debt now. So the ripple effects of all of this is, is very serious. And obviously there's like the, you know, th there's the question of like, okay, is it worth sending the world into an economic global recession over Ukraine? And, uh, you know, it's not like a topic. People love to get emotional about these things, right? It's like, and, and of course, like nobody wants war. It's horrible. I would, I completely feel for anybody in Ukraine, but like there's wars all over the place too. You know, there's wars in Yemen, there's civil war in Ethiopia, there's war in uh, uh, Israel. Who, who did Israel bomb this week? I forget who it was. I mean, like, th this stuff happens, okay? It's unfortunate. It's an ugly world. I know many Americans and Westerners don't get exposed to that stuff on a daily basis, so we don't realize how shitty a lot of the world is. But it's the reality. And are we going to send the whole world into economic turmoil because, uh, you know, of, of, of Ukraine, right? Like that's, that's the question. And, and that's kind of what's happening right now. I mean, I, what, what do you guys think? I know it's like a sensitive topic, but it's, it, you have to discuss it if you're a world leader. No, I do. I, I completely agree with that take. It's like, dude, there's bad shit that's happening all over the world, not diminishing what's going on in Ukraine, but it's, it's kind of highlighting the social slash like media, like all the social media crap that goes on. Of how like okay like where was COVID like COVID's gone pretty much right right now mm -hmm. that whole narrative's dead and what does the narrative shift to shifted to oh and by the way inflation is because of the Russians now yeah right exactly like like gas prices were already increasing we already had Perfect inflation but now because of this it's like oh it's Russia's fault like Biden literally said that the other day he's like blame Russia like, dude okay. well <laughs> yo not to we're getting a little uh, we're getting a little uh, political here but I I like it but. Uh, he, the the clip of him, it's Russia's fault. Now it was just like it was something out of a movie. I thought, yeah, yeah. It, no, I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was appalling. And, and on the political thing, it's like, I don't give a shit. I hate all sides equally. I think they're all corrupt. So I just want to make that clear. It's just that right now, Biden is the president. So he's the guy making a lot of these decisions. It's just the fact. But it's like, if someone else was the president, I would say the same thing about them. And the reality is that right now, 
uh, you know, I, I, people when when you see like people constantly, all of a sudden, everyone's posting pictures of their like uh, gas price that they just paid at the pump. That that's not a good thing, you know. Like I, I went to the grocery store on Monday and I was like, oh, I don't need that much shit, and I spent like eighty dollars, and I don't even buy like that much stuff. I'm like, how the fuck did I spend eighty dollars? Mm -hmm. Like I'm not like some extravagant spender, you know. It's just mm -hmm. it's like all the little things everywhere, you know. I. Uh, fertilizer has gone up a lot. I'm not sure if I can find a fertilizer chart. Yeah. Wheat, like all these things that basically are very, very, very important. Uh, obviously, nickel had its insane uh, short squeeze. It's obviously come down a bit since then, but like nickel is used in nickel cadmium batteries. That is, if people don't know, that's the majority of like your car battery. It's probably a nickel cadmium battery. Uh, they use nickel for like anti-corrosive. Uh, nickel doesn't corrode like the way like uh, uh, copper and other things do. So they use it in lots of wiring and piping and stuff and infrastructure. You know, all these things matter. They all connect and all the ripple effects. It's like they all add up. You know, if all of a sudden you have nickel skyrocketing 10x in a day off a short squeeze and and wheat's up 40 percent in a week and fertilizer this and oil that it's like wh where is the money going to come from for people to pay this and and in the meantime obviously wages are stagnant unemployment hasn't gotten that much better despite the kind of fake numbers that they show you inflation is supposedly seven percent it's probably a lot higher than that right like like uh, i don't know it's it's one of those things where it's like is the jig up you know can they they're and all of this while the Fed is like, oh yeah, we're tightening, we're raising interest rates, and we're decreasing the the spending. So like, it's just kind of a bit of a disaster right now, quite frankly. Um, and I think there's just massive uncertainty, like beyond crypto. Like the the truth is, like I don't know about you guys, I haven't really been trading crypto markets because it's just like, you know, it's just it's just brutal. I mean, like especially like one thing is like isolated shit coins, like we'll get into with Dylan, but like you know, if you're trying to trade some of these bigger coins, it's like. Dude, it doesn't. You could have the oh, perfect. That's a, that's a different game. Yeah, that's what. Like, that's why. I, yeah, it's uh, like you could have the perfect chart set up on some coin you like, but then oh, like some news came out of no, Sri no. Lanka, and now you got screwed. You know, like that sucks. That why am I trading then? You know, that sucks. It's yeah. a trader's market. If you're trying to trade intraday, you're going to get cut up unless you're hella experienced. Uh, yeah. If you're if you're more so an investor, you're looking at DCAN. You know, it might not be terrible times. I mean, we had decent decent prices on a lot of uh, alts, but you have to expect, it's like your DCA and you're expecting some of that shit to go down lower, which is very big possibility. So Yeah, like swing trading has been absolutely brutal. That's like my preferred style of trading is trades that are like a few days to maybe a week or so, but that it's just, it, it, you just get destroyed right now. You know, it's like for every win I get, I, I'm getting killed. And like, I'm not some like, you know, I'm not saying I'm some good trader, but like, you know what I mean? A lot, basically a lot of the stuff that was working a few months ago really well, I think for more amateur traders is not working at all right now. And I, I think it's best to just stay away from the markets at the moment, unless you really know what you're doing. Right. And this is a, just a touch on that. Um, for amateur traders, the biggest thing that for, well, for me personally, I've been trading for about a little over a year now. And uh, the biggest thing that I learned first on SC stream was identifying that you're in a range and not and trading accordingly. That's why a lot of people get cut up, right? Because a lot of people, I mean, people will use leverage and they're expecting the shit just to break out. But if you can identify that you're in a range early, you just literally buy and sell every time you hit the range top. Sell every, or yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Buy every time you hit the range low, sell every time you hit the range top. And if, I mean, if you look at it right now, if you had established the range, which is the first low and then the next high, 
you would have had a couple of successful trades. Like you didn't need to have all these fancy shits draw two lines at the top, one line at the top, one line at the mid range, one line at the bottom. And you yep. literally just buy and sell every time it hits that. Mm-hmm. You'd be successful. Um, yep. yeah. Identifying range versus trend is important for your traders. So if you're right here where we are now, right, at the time we're recording this, and we're kind of just in no man's land a little here. What, what are you doing, Mike? What's your financial advice for everybody out there? No play. <laughs> well, I think I yeah, think like this, that this is the spot answer, seems right? really tough to long, yeah, or so. Uh, you know, there's no there's no setup. There's no yeah. setup. Yeah. No, I agree. I think I think people should default to take way fewer trades and only take the really really obvious setups or high probability setups, right? So like if you're back down here at like 36. It's like, okay, this has been pretty much a decent bottom of the range for a while. There's a decent chance that we we bounce here, right? But other than that, it's like, eh, fuck it. I'm not trading that. You know, that sucks. I don't want to trade. If we're if we're right here, like you said, it's like, why why long or short here? You know, the odds of of getting that right is just like a coin flip. Yeah, you're in no man's land. And um, yeah, I mean, you want to pull up the other chart for the I think that's kind of important, right? Because most people aren't trading Bitcoin. They're which, trading which, Ethereum. Which ones? The one with all the L1s. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, if here we go. Yeah, so like, if you're thinking about... like, Most people aren't trading Bitcoin because it's just the percentage-wise is not as great. This is a good thing to look up, look at. Uh, you can do it on TradingView to determine the strength of the L1 if you are going to be trying to trade. Because you can see like what's underperforming, what's outperforming the market over a specific period of time, and what's kind of in the middle. So, um, so we're gonna put a little game with this. Yeah, Dylan and I are gonna guess of these because uh, we uh, we don't know which ones of these colors are the actual charts. And for the people listening, we just have a overlay of a bunch of uh, of different charts. It's a bunch of the L ones. Okay, top performer. I'm the, guessing the green is Luna, right? Uh, yeah. Yep, that's correct. The Red orange. Like What's the time frame on this, Mike? How far back? Does uh, this, this is on the four hour, and the screenshot goes. But you can see at the bottom, it, it's basically from the a little before but, beginning of March. A little over a week right now. Right? Avax, Avax. Is that Avax? What's your guess? See, this is I, this is proof. I have not been looking at charts as much. I've been I've been taking a break. Um, man, uh, you know what? It might be near. Because it I, it's near. I knew it. I was oh, like, I saw yeah. near had pumped, and I was like, wow. Near, near has been doing well recently. I saw, yeah. Okay, and I'm gonna Actually, guess. I saw, I saw okay. Aurora's TV album had roared recently. All right, I'm so guess pink, pink here is Avax. Dylan. Yeah, I guess Avax if the last one was near. That one. So the pink one's Adam. Okay. Dang, I'm just uh, gonna keep saying Avax. I guess. And the rest of these are all pretty bunched up. So yeah. So, so let's let's okay. Let's just uh, skip the uh, bunched up ones. And then I'll, the I'll bad one. I'll read. I'll read them off. So the yellow this one. This is Maddie. probably Harmony. Is this Phantom. one? Oh, Harmony. Okay. Phan- uh, Phantom's up there too. Oh, maybe Phantom. Actually, I forgot about Phantom. Phantom. Yeah. Phantom's probably the second lowest. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so wait, what? So what's your guess? Actually, no, I'm gonna go Phantom. I forgot. Phantom dumped pretty hard. It might be Phantom. Oh wait, is Phantom? is is Algorand in there? I didn't put Algorand. Uh, the list here. I think I sent the list. Algorand's been dumping. Yeah. So Phantoms at the bottom, and then Harmony's yeah. second yeah, bottom. Harmony at the bottom. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. R.I.P. R- 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 to uh, to I guess just foe, not the own, not the and, but the just the foe. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, you can see yeah. story, right? Like, Phantom was doing well. It was one of the top performers for a long time. We're, we're, yeah. Now it's LAN. That's our new one. Luna, well, AVAX, Near, baby. LAN party. So, there you go. That's wow. the new one. Trademarking that. Well, so actually, that's a good segue to our next topic, uh, which is solidly. Right. So, um, yeah. Up the Anton. Oh, sorry. Then... One more point. So on that yeah, chart, the blue line that's above uh, oh, one in Phantom, that is Cardano. So, you know, oh, this... so you know, Dylan, you talk about like the Tezos benchmark. Yeah. Uh, Tezos benchmark. Thing. You can use the Cardano benchmark. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, so these things are doing worse than Cardano. Nice. So basically, the point of this is that the clear out performance have been Luna and Near over the la so far in March, roughly, and then Phantom, obviously, because of the whole Andre thing, which we'll get into, got completely dumped on, and everything else is pretty similar. Avax a little better, you know, Harmony a little worse, but everything else pretty much in the middle. Yep. All right, let's get into the Andre stuff, uh, yep. Dylan. I'll let you take the lead on this since you were the the Phantom master. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I actually spent a lot of time learning about this. Um, I guess now, for better or for worse, honestly, uh, I think Solidly is going to be uh, be fine in the end. But yeah. So okay. So basically, like you know, a bunch of people flocked to this protocol uh, uh, when it launched about a week and a half ago. Uh, you know, obviously it has crazy emissions and blah blah blah. But the UI was pretty buggy. It wasn't that great of an experience. Like uh, a lot of people, people were complaining about like losing. It's actually, up thirty five percent today. Wow. People were uh, complaining about slippage um, uh, in pools. You know, for better or for worse, maybe people didn't check it. But um, so point being, like, it wasn't that great of a user experience, and um, it uh, there was also another problem with okay, so there was Solid X, which was like the curve. Or the convex, rather. Yeah. So there was actually sex. three. Of, there was actually three of these. Uh, there was there's sex. So there's solid X, uh, Weavy. Mike, if you want to pull, or David, if you want to pull the Weavy chart, and then there's zero X Dow as well. So, um, the reason why I bring these up is because, um, so at first, um, yeah. It's, Ooh. Like, Oof. Like, Brutal. It just got pull, smashed right pull, now. Pull up the day. Up the day, this shit went to twenty cent. Yeah. yeah, it's a gold pump and dumper right there, baby. Yeah, certified, uh, certified pump and dump classic. Yeah. Um, keep this chart up after you're done, Dylan. I want to touch on one thing on this chart after you're done, Dylan. Yeah. yeah. Um. So basically, um, okay, first week of emissions happens, and uh, one of the things was. There was a bug in the solid x ui and solid x is basically where everyone was going for yield because that's the convex right that's the highest yield and uh also solidly like didn't display people's yields so i also think that was like another thing where people were just like okay i'll just, I'll just go solid x uh and they were you know giving you their tokens as well right so anyways so everyone goes to solid x but they had a bug in their ui apparently and um i watched phantom alerts uh and especially i've been i've been like doing like a uh I, I haven't been paying attention to phantom like if you if you if you watch the show like you know like i'm spending my time mostly on like metas and like l2s and then avax eco uh avax gaming but then basically I had to do a crash course for phantom uh to, for the solidly shit because like i wanted to farm there and uh one of my one of my poker buddies uh is 
he's a fan of Bijan. So, you know, he got me up to speed pretty quick. And, uh, and we were kind of learning about it together. And uh, so there was a problem with the emissions. Uh, Sodics had a bug. And anyways, I was saying I was watching Phantom Alerts, which is a great show if you want to keep up with that ecosystem. And they mentioned how probably the reason Solidex had a bug is because Andre kind of had to rush this or not had to, he rushed this rather. Uh, so every, and therefore everyone who wanted to build around it had to rush as well. Uh, so basically what the problem was, was some pools, including Weavy, uh, you could pull, pull up multi, uh, multi-chain. Uh, it was Weavy, multi, Geist, and OX, or not OX, no, Weavy, multi, and Geist that didn't have emissions to start. Um, and this was just weird and screwed up things from the start. Like, yeah, like pull up like the day or like, yeah, let's see a little bit. Like, cause you can see it in the chart. Like, uh, was it this? No, no, no. Don't pull it up on solidly. Don't, you don't have enough, uh, data. Yeah. Okay. Pull it up, pull it up. on oh, another bad, bad. Uh, um, yeah. Pull it up on spooky swap. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, go back a bit. And you can see it in the chart, basically. Uh, go back. So yeah, okay. You see where it's like, uh, like over twenty. Mm -hmm. Basically, when SolidX launches and they're like, "Oh shit, there's zero emissions this week for Multigeist and Weavy." Well, it dumps to fucking eleven. And then once the emissions come back, that's when you see the spike back up to you know you can see. Uh, so anyways, that just created a whole slew of problems as well, because now it's like, OK, the protocols that got a shit ton of emissions at the start now have more control of Solid and SolidX versus the, the ones that, you know, just got bricked for the first week. You know, mm -hmm. they lose out on all that first week traction. And it also unevenly distributes the rewards. Uh, like some of like the 0x DAO pool that did get emissions was like incredibly high APY, you know, because it's, you know, a shit coin and and USDC, and uh, they had emissions, whereas like some of their competitors didn't. So anyways, this just created like a whole slew of problems, like some very like weird stuff from the start. And uh, yeah, and then, and then, uh, and then they left. So like now also, so the token started dumping too, but then they also le left. And then it just like the whole shit went nuclear. So uh, I'm going to take a pause. There's a lot more to talk about. But let's just. Yeah. Okay. So then obviously this was March 6th, which was like a few days ago. Uh, you know, Anton tweeted. Anton is like, uh, Andre is like close partner in a lot of these projects. Andre and I have decided that we are closing the chapter, blah, 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 blah. I mean, most people have heard this news by now, but, you know, they're closing down all of these things. Um well, there's leaving, right? I mean, there's passing. They are over. not closing it down, and that was one thing. Well, they're, they're closing down their own versions, I should say, right? So, like, you're not FI, and they're saying the, you're in finance. The wording of this was horrible. It was man. terrible. I agree. It was terrible because most these, like, first of all, like, you're in like Andre hasn't really been involved in urine in like what, like over a year probably. Um, so, a keeper, I think he was much closer in terms of involvement. I don't know uh, a whole ton about the keeper team, but. All of these protocols are still intact and still in either the, the, the remaining actors or somebody who's been passed the protocol to from Andre. So like, anyways, just they use the word like terminate. And if you go onto the site of Solidly, it says like, this will no longer be available. This service will no longer be available in April or whatever. It's like, okay, that's not actually the case. It's just like we're changing UIs. 
Uh, so Paul's, it's a shit show. I mean, it's a shit show, yeah. to be frank. You know, uh, you know what's interesting? Oh, sorry. Go on. My bad. No, I don't want to ramble the whole time. Go. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, off, off this tweet, I, I didn't see this last part. It's a kind of interesting because um, if you read the De- Building and DeFi Sucks articles, you do feel for Andre, and I do agree with his take that building in DeFi does suck. Like, if you're the lead dev and something goes wrong, you get all the blame. People make money, it does well. You know, people don't really give you them as much credit. And, uh, I mean, this perspective is fair, but, I mean, just seeing that what he said, if you go back to the Anton tweet, the... Uh, yeah. The fact that they said that they have been playing this for a while now, and then... Right, like, that doesn't look good. So it's like, okay, he's saying, basically for those listening, so he said, unlike uh, previous building in DeFi sucks rage quits, this is not a knee-jerk reaction to the hate received from releasing a project, but a decision that has been coming for a while now. So that means that they either are lying, and it actually is a knee-jerk reaction, and they don't want to admit it, or that they knew they were going to like pump the shit out of solidly and then just dip immediately afterwards. So like either way doesn't doesn't look good, right? Yeah. Keep going. Again, these, these, these are his tweets and you know you I mean people do like people are human, right? Like people can tweet stuff and like the message can get construed, but to your point it does it's not a good look. And uh they, they handled it horribly. Yeah. And if hey. you look um at the weave chart, it's like I can't take credit for this analysis, Tyos and Taiki video, but when they announced farming, it nuked. And it goes to show that this market, kind of what we were talking about, how it's a trader's market, it's so PvP. Like people were buying the ship leading up to farming and they sold into people expecting the coin. Uh like wanting that's to literally what to that's farming. literally what I did. I I bought it to sell to people buying to farm with it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's just, it's a tough market right now, dude. It's so fucking hard to play these yeah. things. I bought it at 11 and I sold like 18 cents. Yeah, I didn't sell all of it. I sold on the way down too, but. Yeah, um, so in, in basically one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight days, it's down 82%. Yeah, I bought two days before the emit because it was like, okay, emissions are delayed a week. So it was like next Thursday. So it's like, okay, I'll buy Tuesday, the April 8th on Thursday to get into the farm. Mm-hmm. That was a good play. Um, so, um, yeah, one of my friends got wrecked. Um, but, uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, okay. So, so it, it was a bad look. Uh, and actually, something else to add, and like the Phantom Alerts guys talked about this. Um, dude, Andre was not prepared to run solidly alone. This was a this was a, a domino of, of the Danny Seafood thing. He was he couldn't run this thing alone. Danny had to be the face. Andre was not willing to take the heat from the people, you know? So when Danny's out of the picture and it's all Andre now, well, that's not, you know, he's not cool with that. Right. Uh, and so let's, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate here and I'll take Andre's side for a minute here because he is right in the sense that building a DeFi does suck, man. And he basically lays out everything, right? Like this is development takes time. Like, okay, this is one of the things that bugs the shit out of me. And I've talked about a bunch is like, dude, people who are trading and like, especially like, especially on in crypto, right? It's like, people are so ADHD. If something is not like fucking a hundred percent ready to go in two days, they're like, Oh, this is a rug. Oh, this is a piece of shit. Oh, what are the devs doing? It's like, guys, 
it takes time to build things. Okay, it's not you. It doesn't care if you're Apple and you're a three trillion dollar company. Okay, they take like I don't know if people are aware of like how they do their development cycle for like their Macs and iPhones and stuff. Most of the time, those things are in development for like two years before they actually release it. Right when they release the iPhone 10, they're already working on the 12 and 13. Right, like that's how long these things take. And obviously, I know it's hardware, but it's like the idea is that. It takes time to build things. And when you're building in public, so to speak, like most of these projects are, it's like you, you, people have zero patience for developers to do things. And then on top of that, like he said, uh, your value is only as good as your token, right? Token go up, you built an amazing protocol and it's the future of finance, blah, blah. Token goes down, you're a scammer, fake project, bad coder, blah, blah, right? Like it's 100% true. It, it doesn't matter which project, anything it could be the most legit thing ever right like there's tons of really really legit people who are building and have zero control over the price of their project right they have zero control that oh bitcoin dumped and there's a war with russia and the whole macro economy is like completely uncertain but because your shitcoin went down now it's completely your fault right it has nothing to do with anything else and it's it's just there there's literally no um like it, it's an impossible standard, right? There is no one who will ever live up to the standards that people have, which is like, you know, like imagine if Satoshi was still around, you know, like Satoshi would be getting shit on every single time it goes up or down, right? Like, like it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what your coin does. And, and the problem is too, on the other side, people start deifying developers when they're when their co when their project goes up a lot right and it's like hey just because someone built something that like went up in price a lot doesn't mean that they're god all of a sudden you know like, it doesn't just mean person. their project's good yeah oh yeah that too you know and and so anyway it's like these things sound obvious and they i hope they are but it, it's a, it's a real problem and i definitely get andre's point of view here now with all that said uh should you just dip especially after you just launched a brand new thing that then causes you know, charts to look like this and this. No, probably not. That's not like the best approach to take to things, you know, because the reality is there are people who bought up here and got fucking wrecked, you know, and it's like, oh, thanks, Andre. Thanks so much for just completely dipping on this project a week or two after you just launched it. You know, that's not a good look either. So th there's like a right and wrong way to approach things. I'm totally sympathetic to what Andre go has gone through. Now, the flip side is like, hey, man, it's part of the game. You, you're a fucking billionaire now because of this. Okay, you became a billionaire in like two years, three years because of this. There's nowhere else in the world that's going to happen. So cry me a fucking river that life's a little hard on your way to riches in two years. You know, like, th so there's always both sides of the coin. Uh, I talked enough. What do you guys think? Um, yeah, uh, you can get on that. Yeah. Uh no, I mean, we said enough on that. I, I want to continue on about like the other developments. So, uh, cause there's a lot of stuff to say. So, um, so first of all, uh, yeah, I agree. Like whatever could, could have been done better. I definitely feel for him. I think he's going anonymous. Like, so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I think he'll I think probably dip for like a couple months, take a break and then he'll come back as some, uh, femboy and on account. Yeah. 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 One thing I want to, uh, before we go on, one thing I do want to touch on regarding, and token price. Kobe talks about it a little bit and how he used, I think he used Jewel as an example about how when you have this narrative driven coins that drive the price up, it's not what you want as a protocol. 
and especially as a builder because people get wrecked. Like, I mean, it's just how markets work. If something goes up exponentially and too quickly, it's not, and it's, I guess you could say inorganic in a sense, then the price has to, it's just how things work. Like price goes down and for the longevity of a protocol, it's not good because then people are pissed off. You have to deal with all these development issues. Whereas if you're a project and you don't rely on that, like smart people will buy it and you have the right people in on your token. And this is, by the way, not just like a crypto phenomenon, right? Like Shopify is a great example of a, this is like the example of like a hype project in tech world, right? And I come from e-com. So like, this is like the most hyped e-commerce platform ever. And yeah, look at that chart. You know, they had a huge run up and then within, you know, a week or two, it just got completely wiped out because all of a sudden reality sets in for something that was completely narrative driven, right? So it, it's just uh, a I phenomenon. Remember, I remember uh, like when I first started looking into financial markets in 2020, like, and I would, I saw fucking, you know, not that I watched it, but I would see fucking David Portnoy on my timeline mm. and he would just slamming shopify <laughs> like yeah because guess over. what like up until you know a few yeah, weeks I mean, ago I mean, it worked i mean look yeah, at this fucking yeah. run it had you know but hey it happens and it'll be fine Shopify's still a good company they're not going anywhere but like it's just honestly more of a human phenomenon than a crypto specific phenomenon so yeah, anyways how sure. human psychology works yeah, yeah. Sure. what else did you want to talk about in this yeah. area dylan so yeah i just want to say yeah i think andre's going on uh, and, you know, m some people are talking about it, but maybe not enough. Um, there are people who think that the Phantom Eco is dead or left for dead. Uh, I'd be willing to take the other side of that bet pretty firmly. Uh, if you're actually informed, you know that the, the, uh, a lot of the best projects on Phantom, if not all the best, uh, were not affiliated with Andre in any way. Uh, so, um, and I'm not some Phantom stan at all. Like, I really don't spend much time there. Uh, but, uh, I know enough about the ecosystem to know that Andre, you know, as he definitely was the centerpiece, like cannot take that away and very crucial for, for the beginning, but you go look at the good projects on there, you know, liquid driver, we've talked about, uh, beats is a really good one. Uh, deuce is one, which we'll talk about in just a sec. If David, if you could pull up the tweet I sent to our group chat, cause that's related to solidly point being, there's a lot of smart people building in that ecosystem that have no affiliation with Andre. Um, so the, the oath and Reaper guys. So, um, I, I think it would, it, it'll bounce back. It, I don't think it's going to be a quick return to grace. You know, this, you know, this is going to affect it for quite some time. I certainly think the other ones will outperform it for a bit, but, uh, I, I personally would definitely take the other side of it being left for dead. Cause I hear a lot of people talking about it, basically saying zero sum, this thing's done. Over. Oh, definitely not, dude. I mean, it's just going to take time, you know, like yeah. big shit like this hat takes time. And honestly, it's a good opportunity. Like fan, the Phantom ecosystem, I agree with you, dude. The Phantom ecosystem, out of when you look at other ones, like look at Harmony, bro. Like they don't have any, I mean, dude, I, we could talk I about love, the team and how they mismanage their money, but I love AVAX, but Phantom has cooler DeFi projects. It's just the truth. Like, yeah. uh, you know, it's just not, honestly, yeah, Phantom is taken over. Stuff. As far as like the the DGen DeFi, that is where it lives right now. That's where they live, family. yeah. Yeah, that's where they for live. sure. A hundred percent, and it's it's carved out that niche, and I think we've talked about that before. Carving out your niche in this L one world, you know, where, where people don't care about tech and they don't care about decentralization. You know, they like 
BSC being the casino. They like, you know, Phantom being the DeFi chain. They like AVAX gaming, you know, like the, they're carving out their niches. Mm-hmm. Um, hell, even Harmony gaming, you know. So um, anyways, all that to be said, I, I definitely think Phantom will, will get over this okay. And uh, I'll be I'll be watching. I'll be watching. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I've been out of there for a bit and, you know, I've uh, returned home to, home to medicine. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I long, I long, jewel, I long jewel. But hold on, one, I, one talk, one thing I want to talk about uh, with the related. Uh, so this guy, uh, Lafa, Lafa Chief, who is um, the founder of Deuce Finance, and actually, David, pull up the Deuce chart for me. Oh, it is. I want to say it is Deus, not Deuce. All oh, right, you gotta <laughs> give some respect to the Deuce, name, please. Deuce is I'm taking a Deuce on the name here, please. <laughs> Yeah, I remember you sent this. I was like, I didn't think it was going to rip this hard. I thought it was going to take a little bit for this news. To Bro, start, look at this thing. This thing forexed not. in the last... Uh, okay, off the solidly news, basically forexed. Oh, yeah. We were looking at it uh, for the first like, three Dylan hours. Dylan sent it, I sent it around here somewhere. Yeah, like around exactly that. For, for, I think it was like right before that up camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was telling Jordy all about this, too. I sent it to him, too. And I was like, oh, my God. I, should have. I was like, I, I said, I, met, I messaged him at one point. I mean, I should have bought Deuce, and it's like $80. <laughs> um, and uh, anyways, all good. You, you can't win them all. But uh, so it, it's important to know this, though. People are think So, like, the, the solidly panic, you got 95% of these apes who don't know what the hell's going on. They think that the project is literally getting terminated and that Andre is rugging them. You know what I mean? But in reality, he's actually passing it on to a good actor, the guy behind this protocol, which uh, I, I encourage our listeners to go check out Deuce. Uh, Deus. It's a very cool uh, synthetics. Uh, you can actually go long or short oil on there right now. Uh, mm. It's a it's like a synthetics uh, uh, all-in-one like options, you know, uh, stop shop for crypto. Unlimited access to global markets. Look at that. We should have these guys on the pod. That'd be a cool. Hey, if you're listening, we'll we'll tag him uh, if you're listening, Mr. Lafa. Welcome and no, on. I was I was doing my homework on on Deus and uh, <laughs> um and uh, so Doctor Liquid, who's the guy behind Liquid Driver, uh, the the fan the convex of Phantom, more or less. Uh, this guy Lafa was his uh, his crypto mentor. So like the guy behind Liquid Driver was taught crypto by this guy. So point being. This, the uh, Lafa, this individual who uh, he also, again, I've been plugging Phantom Alerts all day, but he had a great uh, interview there. Uh, he, he's clearly a very intelligent guy who uh, cares about building good financial products. You'll, you'll notice that from the get. And uh, he's obviously Gigabrain too. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention. Yeah, they have a stable coin. Like that's like a whole Luna burn mint, you know, dynamic with their token. So and that's day. Um, so uh, anyways, point being, um, uh, it was just passed on to uh, uh, what I would refer to as a good actor in the phantom space. And, you know, 95% of the yeah, participants it, didn't know this. And, and that's the thing with like, the, this is the beauty of DeFi, right? It's open source. It's decentralized. So you don't actually need the creator anymore in the same way that you know satoshi hasn't been around for whatever 12 13 years bitcoin's done just fine right that's kind of the whole point is that they things should live on beyond their creators uh so yeah if someone wants to pick up the mantle and you know add a bunch of stuff uh and they, you know, 
And if you, uh, if you use that information when, you know, I think Lafa tweeted on Sunday or, or Saturday when it, when it was, uh, you know, and, you know, bought any of the tokens, it, it could have been uh, solidly sex or Deus. Uh, and I'm pretty sure even we'd be pumped after, you, you know, you could have been rewarded for that uh, information asymmetry, you know, so I didn't do this. I, I didn't have the balls to go long phantom coins after the dump when mm-hmm. I knew that it was getting passed to a good actor. But if I did, you know, I could have capitalized on that. So anyways, I, you know, it's just important to, uh, uh, I, I think, keep an open mind. And especially like when you actually get all the context, um, it's not as bad as the public perception, obviously. And the public's just, you know, very stupid. So. Yeah. And I don't think it helps that we are in a bear market. So like any little blip of bad news, things are just going to absolutely crater. Like people are yep. so scared right now. Yeah. So. Yep. All right, let's move on from the Phantom, all that stuff. Um, what is next? We were going to touch on Avalanche a little bit. Did you want to do NFTs real quick since we're talking about shitcoin charts? Because, uh, boys. We bought the top. <laughs> this is a shitcoin chart right here. Okay, this is I got the Google Trends search for NFTs up right now. And this is like, oh, man. Like, if I zoom out even more, let me see. Like, oh. Look at that. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. Look at that free We didn't, we didn't even yeah. get a bounce, bro. We just that is yeah. just went straight through it. Wait, how many atom bombs and tubby verses does bug? Oh, we don't want to. We, uh, we'll leave well, that person we, unnamed. We don't, we don't talk about it. We don't need to. We don't need to, you know. Let's just let's just let's just move on. Let's just move on. Um, <laughs> oh I feel like atom bombs are the long term. <laughs> um, this is a brutal chart. I gotta be honest. Like this is like I was, I was with the next year's Super Bowl too. Yeah, yeah. I got robbed by the Super Bowl. I, I was joking. I was like, no, guys, don't worry. It's just like a, it's just like a retest of the breakout. But no, we're actually we already broke that too. So it's, it's not just lost trend. It's uh, well, it's literally lost trend. It's lost Google trend, guys. So yeah, I mean, well, any comments? I mean, obviously, you know, I think everybody saw this coming. I, I, like not in this, the timing of it necessarily, but of just like, yeah, okay, of course it's gonna pop at some point. It's like insane, right? Um. How's the guy who uh, took a mortgage or a loan against his house for to buy like more board apes doing right now? Oh yeah, he, punk, he did that when apes, he was like, right? yeah, he, uh, yeah, punks did flip apes. Which, by the way, anybody who didn't think that was gonna happen, I mean, I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you. That was like the most obvious thing ever. Like someone pointed out that at one point it was t- actually two x, so you could have sold an ape and bought two punks. Dang, dude, if I have an ape, I'm doing that immediately. I don't care how much hype the board apes have. But uh, yeah, you know when you start seeing people say, "Oh, I took a took a loan against my house to buy board apes," that is probably I'm gonna guess that was uh, right around here. So um, that was probably the time to get out. Um, I don't know. Any thoughts, guys? I guess NFTs will be fine. You know, they'll they'll recover at some point. Not I was this not specific NFTs. There will be many that go to zero and never come back. Um, but you know, as a whole, my my thoughts are uh, it's now clear that they're not. Uh, you know, anti-correlated with with coins, like people thought. I mean, they that might have been during. The yeah, pandemic. I mean, I don't think it helps that like you have like everything tanking, not just. Uh... Yeah, yeah, but I was gonna say that's like yeah, in, in a t- time of war and uncertain and mass uncertainty and commodity spikes. Yeah, it doesn't. I wouldn't want to be holding it. You mean I can't buy? Or I can't eat a board ape? Is that what you're telling me? Unfortunately, um, uh, this is monthly volume in USD. Um, 
kind of interesting. We are high. the volume is higher than uh, the first little run up though. That's this was July, then or, August. We got it now. Actually, this isn't fair because this is March. So March just started. Yeah, but so last we'll okay, last month February. Do they have a weekly? Because this is monthly. There's a daily know. volume to your right. Daily oh volume. yeah, there we go. Okay, so there's that's the daily. Volume. But yeah, that's I mean that tells you kind of the whole story there. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Not not too surprising. Um, hey, at least right, the Apex next... market's getting a little bit more developed. You know, like the overarching loom of. World War Three and the world ending. Maybe JPEG holders getting a little smarter. Well, it took some profits, and sold. Mm, no, nope, I don't think a lot of them did. We're fine, that's good. Okay. Um. All right. Next topic. Um. Do you guys want to cover MS real quick? Like just very briefly. Yeah. Oh, that one. That one hurt a little bit. That was like the. I'm yeah, supposed to be our savior, guys. I was. I had a tweet. Um, I, I, I got some number of wrecked drop tokens that I still can't claim. Did I say? Oh yeah, I, I was told Evmos would lift me from poverty, and I said they lied. They rugged us, guys. It's over. We're no, dead. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. No. So, so what exactly happened? So they had to delay something because they had like development it issues. They got like launch. congested or something. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Here, they had pro- problems with the launch. Um. I mean, the sad thing is, just like people are just pissed. You know, people are just like. You know, it's just a bad look at this point. They've delayed a lot. This wasn't their first delay either. They pushed yeah. it back. They had initially, they were going to launch early February, and then they pushed it back a month, and then they immediately said, okay, we need to upgrade the network and blah, 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 blah. Basically, the thing people were excited about ended up being a letdown. So I think people were just salty because it's like, you know, the market was was doing not very good, and then people were hoping, oh, maybe maybe it'll be Evmos Cosmos season, and it may still be, but it has not happened in the way people were hoping it would happen. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Well, it's interesting too. Um, good friend on Twitter, No Sleep John, was interacting with the co-founder Sonny Agarwal. I'm not sure I pronounced his last name, but he did mention. So Sonny, he actually deleted his tweet uh, since this morning. He mentioned uh, how this this delay is not actually as big as people think in terms of adoption, and he actually responded and said, uh, "Osmosis is is adding MetaMask integration uh, coming soon." So interesting. Use that. It's just the counterpoint to uh, the most delay. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. Anything else on that? Then we move on to AVAX. Yeah. All right, so AVAX, I think a lot of people saw they introduced their uh, uh, multiverse fund, what they called it, $290 million. Um, Basically so that all these different projects come and build subnets, which is like the whole thing with AVAX. Um, I don't know what you guys think. I mean, I think this is just going to further entrench themselves as the the gaming go-to place. Oops. Um yeah, I mean, uh, like, uh, uh, Dylan, do you have any thoughts? You're much more into AVX Game 5 than we are. Yeah, um, yeah, I think it's just, like, another stamp of legitimacy and, like, them just trying to, like, yeah, both incentivize people and, uh, you know, I think kind of, like, brand themselves but also show that, like, they're trying to help make this happen. Uh, so, and uh, I think it's also, the, the, you know, it's a pretty clear uh, opportunity within the space, right? Like, that, uh, you know, kind of recognizing that, 
you know, that these, these um, monolithic chains can't, can't scale with the game. You know, you can't, you can't do a game on a Harmony or a Solana or maybe not Solana, but you know what I mean? Like it's, it's proving to be ineffective at the moment. It clogs the chain too much. There's too many clicks versus doing DeFi protocols. Uh, it's just a lot more game actions. So, you know, they're probably trying to hone in on that niche, right? You know? Yeah. And it's going to be a big niche as far as niches go. Um, Obviously, so DeFi Kingdoms is launching their uh, uh, Kerbata subnet. announced a subnet too recently. Yeah, Kerbata right. has their testnet live, right? Yeah, Kerbata was the first. DeFi Kingdoms is next. Uh, obviously, DeFi Kingdoms I think will definitely be, be much better first. than Kerbata. Well, and it's it's going to be out first. It's March thirtieth is Crystal Dome. Okay. Um, oh, is it before? It's going to be out before Kerbata's. Don't quote me on that. I don't actually know. Okay. Either out. way, doesn't matter. They're both coming very soon. Um, yeah, yeah. So this is obviously good for. Let me pull up the jewel chart real quick because Mr. Dylan here tried to uh, buy the bottom on jewel, and we were talking about it yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? Uh, I bought off the news. Yeah, I bought off the news. Yeah. That we were looking at this of like you know obviously this chart's been pretty brutalized, yeah. uh, but could this be a little little. Little uh, little bottom forming over here. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Is it time to uh, get back in? I mean, the reality is, like, how much did it draw from the top? Let's well, see. I think it was like eighty percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, roughly eighty-three percent. So, I mean, hey, I mean, something dropping eighty-three percent that, like, it, it ba basically what we were talking the other day is like my point was like, okay, if you actually believe in Jewel and believe in DeFi Kingdoms as a legitimate GameFi project that's here to stay. I don't know what would act as a better catalyst than them launching their subnet and Jewel uh, being used as gas for the subnet, right? And and especially just getting access to the whole AVAX ecosystem of people who were not previously accessing it on Harmony, right? I think that's can't really be understated how much bigger of an ecosystem Avalanche is than than Harmony. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, as far as like trades go, I think this is like, as far as risk reward, right? Like, even if it just gets back to like, you know, whatever, nine bucks or something, you know, you're, you're getting like, you're basically going to double your money and uh, you have a pretty clear invalidation. So uh, not financial advice. But beyond that, like, do you guys think that the subnet narrative will be a big one for this year going forward with a lot of different projects? I think it'll be big. Uh, I, I, I think I think the subnet thing for Jewel will be very big and AVAX is going to push it very hard. Um, mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. What's What's interesting too is that this I, I I'm not sure was this fund was was did people know about this uh, massive eco fund prior to them actually announcing it because I didn't know that it was going to be this big and I didn't realize that they were going to be allocating fifteen million dollars to incentivize people onto the actual subnet for Google. Um, I was not aware that they would incentivize jewel i knew i mean i think everybody knew that they were going to push it as far as like a dollar value on the incentive program no i don't think that was public knowledge yeah because that's that's a really big piece in my opinion like those incentive programs like if you look i mean everything that have had these like massive farm but like DeFi kingdoms like the crystal was already going to have crazy aprs to start that i think a lot of people were going to play especially mm -hmm. off the airdrop and now you have now you add in the added 15 million dollars of incentives just for those farms like it's i don't really see a bigger catalyst honestly for something if, i mean if it's not going to pump it's probably dead to be honest right exactly exactly um yeah, rpc issues with harmony too are a big deal because that was a big 
thing with Jewel that people couldn't like you couldn't do anything on it for almost a month. I think it was like very stagnant in terms of what you actually could do in terms of questing all this crap. So um, hopefully that's not an issue on the subnet. Yeah, my like pitch for it being a very bullish is like I think people are kind of like itching for some type of like good play right now. There hasn't really been a good like quality altcoin play uh, in the last like month or two. And uh, obviously you've had like real degen shit, but like I would consider Jewel medium degen. Like I would not consider it total degen, right? Um, but it's like obviously, I mean, listen, it's still a low cap altcoin. But um, I think people are itching for something. Now, obviously the bear case is just like, hey, everything's shit right now. And all it takes is like, the macro conditions getting worse and no one's going to want to touch this thing it doesn't even matter so i don't know see how it plays out. i think from the risk reward perspective it's probably worth a punt here uh but again not financial uh, advice i mean yeah yeah obviously macro situations i'll get out of them uh you know oh i'm not looking at many things right now with a long-term perspective uh, yeah be frank, so, uh you know most things are quick flips um uh, and uh yeah um I think that's all we have to talk about with AVAX. Um, honestly, two more, I, I think that's yeah, it. two more things on that actually. Yeah. Just regarding the subnets and parachain stuff, like we were talking about Oct a while back, right? And Oct, you know, it did. It, I think it pulled a three X uh, from like two to six, and then it just completely died. And there's no no one talking about it anymore. Like in, uh, another example of a narrative driven play. But Oof. the thing Oof. with uh, <laughs> oh a little man, different with Eiffel Tower. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a little different with the subnets. I think it's interesting to draw comparisons to this because Oct didn't have a huge uh, pipeline of projects. Like they didn't really have anything. Whereas the AVAX subnets, they're starting off with pretty successful projects. I'd say they're starting with Cross, starting with Jewel. So it could be a little different in that sense where they're starting with a strong pipeline versus Oct is uh, you know more of a multi-year type of play. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, okay. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about today? We're almost an hour right now. Yeah, no, I think that's good. I don't think we need any more topics. Okay, cool. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, as always, uh, you know, subscribe if you haven't. Leave us. Oh, oh, I've never asked. Leave us a review on uh, uh, iTunes if you listen there. It helps us out. Supposedly, iTunes, I don't really know. Apple Music, sir. Apple <laughs> Podcasts, whatever. You know, throw that. Throw a five star on there. Come on, it'll take you two seconds. It doesn't even make you write anything. Just tap the button. Uh, we're on Spotify, YouTube, all the places, anywhere, every, anytime. We're in your ears. Anything else you guys want to plug? Uh, no, you know, davidgill.eth, you can just send me money if uh, you I think, want. I think, next week, I think next week we're going to have uh, the Tokamak guys, right? Yes, hopefully. Sorry, they keep delaying it. Uh, no fault of theirs. They're just, you know, they're just busy. So I'm excited. That's, that's exciting. Uh, that that should be a, a great combo. I'm sure those guys are your brain as hell. So, uh, and uh, more more good guests to come. To be announced. But, you know, it's going to be good. So, all right. I think that's it. I think that's a wrap. Yep, yeah, that's a wrap. We're good. Peace out. Take care. Thanks for listening. Yeah, everyone.